friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle Life, and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build effects about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle Life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you today, Lulu? Hey, everybody. I'm excited. My birthday's tomorrow. Ah! Yes. And so tonight, in honor of Lulu's, can I say your age? Of course. I'm very proud of my age. Okay, uh, so tonight in, in honor of Lulu's 40th birthday this week, we are talking about sexual astrology. We're going to provide a brief overview of astrology, talk about some different traits for each sign, and their turn-on and turn-offs. We're also going to have a part two where we're going to look at the compatibility of each sign, and we might try to make some weekend horoscopes for you. <laughs> <laughs> so look out for part two coming in a couple weeks. Okay, just as a brief disclaimer, we are not doctors, therapists, or lawyers, and we are not giving out health, mental health, or legal advice. If you are having any health, mental health, or legal issues, please contact professional care or guidance. And also, we are not experts in astrology, so of course, astrology can be super fun and interesting, but our discussion is just for entertainment only, and please be sure to check out the resources that we have so you can learn yes, more. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Okay. I know I love it. I don't major in it right now. So there we are. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, if you check out our Instagram, uh, I pulled out every sex astrology book that I have, and I apparently have quite a few. Quite a few. <laughs> yes. I was like, whoa, more than me. They're in here somewhere. And that's not, that's just the astrology. That's not the witch stuff. That's not the hate, like any, right, I have yeah. too many other spiritual sexy books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So first, what is astrology? So according to a book by Carol Taylor, astrology can be defined as the practice of reading the movements and patterns of the planets and other celestial bodies and correlating them with life on Earth. It rests on a view of the cosmos as, a, as holistic and interconnected. Ooh, yeah. I love a good horoscope. Me too. So that leads into our next thing. What is a horoscope? A horoscope is a stylized picture of the heavens drawn for a particular time and place. Your horoscope tells you about your unique character, the internal and external influences on your decision-making, and it can validate your feelings, thoughts, and desires on a specific situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then another thing you might have heard of is your birth chart. According to an astrology contributor from The Cut, um, Eliza Kelly, a birth chart, also referred to as the natal chart, uses yes. the exact date and time and location of your birth to recreate a snapshot of the sky at your precise moment of arrival. So with the birth chart, you um, need to know the day you were born, the time you were born, yeah. like, and it gives you the exact star positions. And this, And that's what makes astrology very, very complex. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Sure is. Different different things going on, but we're gonna keep it simple for the sake of our uh, series on this. 
Well, remember, we're building foundation. So this is our zodiac horoscope, all that foundation. Yes, 100%. So what is the relationship between astrology and psychology? So your birth chart can show you the interrelationship between the inner and outer circumstances of your life. And by having a deeper understanding of your internal motivations, you can have a better grasp on how they influence your external circumstances. So this is from um, the astrology book that I mentioned previously. You are not just reacting to life, but fully living in it by being yourself and becoming who you are meant to be. Astrology doesn't tell you exactly what is going to happen in the future, but rather it provides an idea of how the universal tide is flowing and it can give you some suggestions as to what path might work best for you in that moment. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not fixed and precise. There are a million different ways to interpret astrology. Every expert in astrology probably has subtle differences between their philosophies. So choose things that work for you. No, it's not. Don't live and die by astrology. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, you know, it's just maybe giving you some general ideas. Overview. Yeah, overview. an overview of what's going on in your life. But it can be comforting to to look into and to think about. And it's just fun. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen, but, this, but obviously this is just me personally. That's how I know a vibe with a person for me. Now, I still go and, you know, get to know them. But that first initial, I was like, oh, so what's your sign? Oh, okay. We could probably work something out. Because it is different. I know my personality is very strong. It's very direct. And a lot of people can't deal with it, especially some Zodiac signs. They're like, no, you, you're just too forceful. Like, I can't. You're doing way too much. And so it's triggered. So I'm like, okay, I need to know before I dive in because it's from zero to 60. So I need to know where you're at on the spectrum. And, you know, it just comes different. People don't realize that. Me being a March Aries is different from someone who's an April Aries, mm -hmm. or even in four more days when they're just Aries. Right now, I'm Aries on a cleft, have a little Pisces lingering in my subconscious. And for those people who are leaving out of Aries, have a little Taurus. So, all of those things you have cleft signs, you have the whole sign, then you have the end cleft. So, it's like you know, then it has the month. Mm -hmm. so it's very subtle differences, but if you really pay attention, you're like, "Wow, yeah, <laughs> yeah." I'm a, I'm an, I'm a Taurus, but I'm an Aries cusp because I'm on, mm -hmm. yeah. So, because uh, I'm at the tail, no, not Taurus, not, no. I mean, um, I am Taurus, but I'm Aries. I am no, it, I'm at the end of April. Okay, which so end? Like how far? Uh, the twenty eighth. Oh no! So you're full. You're full. I'm full Taurus. Yeah. Okay. You, once it's past the four days from an ending, so Aries started today. So from right. today up until the twenty third, twenty fourth, they would be on that cusp. Since my birthday is tomorrow, I'm considering that cusp. Anything after that, you're just full. That's you. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Perfect. See, learning stuff already. Okay. So let's get into some all of the signs and their symbols and general traits that are associated with each sign. Mm -hmm. So there are 12 zodiac signs representing each of the months of the year, and there are mythical symbols and constellations that represent each sign. 
We are most familiar with our sun signs, and that's what we're going to focus on today, just to keep it simple. But mm-hmm. if you do your birth chart, um, Cafe Astrology is a really popular uh, site that does birth charts. You can get a deeper breakdown of your sun sign, your rising sign, your moon sign, planet alignments, a whole bunch of different things that also impact um, your astrological trajectory. So it can get very complicated, but like Lulu was saying, we're just going to lay the foundation and stick to the basics. Yes, because it can get <laughs> real deep. Yes. So the Zodiac calendar starts in Aries and ends in Pisces. And as Lulu just said, you uh, Lulu is in Aries and it starts today, March 21st, and goes through April 20th. The symbol is a ram. Its element, its earth element is fire. And some of the traits that are associated with Aries are um, they can be very competitive. They can be very brave, impulsive but quick thinking so they can think on their feet in the moment and maybe a little bit naive. Lulu, does that feel, do you feel like that represents you? So, and please do not come for me. Okay. Yes to everything for all areas in a, in a totality, but the naive part I've encountered more with April Aries. Okay. That makes sense. I can see that. But again, listeners, do not come for me because it's my sign and I study it real hard. I'm not a master yet. I haven't gone and taken a test, but I know me and I know my Aries. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Naive didn't apply to you either, but that's interesting that, that you see it more with um, the April Aries. And even if you ask some of them who are, you know, woken and be like, yeah, yeah. In a former, when I was back here, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> when they reflect back on their younger self, they're like, you know what I was, mm-hmm. and so I've grown, and so you know, and that time passes. But <laughs> okay, so next we have Taurus, which is me. April twenty first through May twenty first, the symbol is a bull, and its sign, uh, its element is Earth, and mm-hmm. Tauruses can be sensual, patient, stubborn. Crave stability and very possessive. Mm, um, and how do you feel fit for you? I think pretty much all of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I stability right now is like the big thing that I really would love to have in my life. But yeah, I could definitely be possessive. I do enjoy sensual things and can be a very mm. sensual person. I can be patient with the right circumstances, but I can also be very impatient. <laughs> Got it. For others. So that's kind of a mix. Very good. Well, we won't have to talk all the time. I can do the next one. And that is the Gemini's. May 22nd through June 22nd. And the sign for that is the twins. I just want to say when you think about the twins, you know, Gemini people, I've encountered my mother with Gemini. My mother-in-law is Gemini. They were actually born the same date. June 8th, okay? So, like, yeah. I completely got twins because they had so many similarities and so many differences, but they would not admit that they had similarities at all. It was just like, no, mm -mm, never in an alien day. So, like, that combativeness of them is real, real, real. Which, in and of itself, is a similarity. The fact that they wouldn't admit that they were similar to each other. Right, which is like, are you guys serious? But, yeah, but, you know, but 
you know, that's how it goes. So their element is an air sign. They're social. Yes. Yes. Can be very charming. I will 100% agree. Needs diversity. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So so based on the book, um, it was like they they like diversity in their environments, different sensations. Mm-hmm. They don't like yes. the same thing over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. And surface levels feelings. <laughs> they don't always like to go deep. No. At least according to the source that I have. But boy, what they got on that surface. <clears throat> <laughs> they give it all. You know what I noticed with Gemini people? They really do um, carry their heart on their sleeves. Mm-hmm. And whatever feelings they have, they letting you know. There's no secret about it. You gonna find out in a, even indirectly or indirectly, directly or indirectly. You are going to know. <laughs> hey, <sighs> what you did? It was a good, bad, or indifference, but but you did it. You hear it? It's happening. Mm-hmm. So, but great helpers when you call on them, they do come. But you know, you you won't hear about it. You won't mm-hmm. hear about it. <laughs> Remember when so and so? Like, okay, thanks. Got it. Uh, let's see. We have our Cancers, June twenty second, which is you know that's so funny that Gemini and Cancer end and start on the same exact day. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Weird. And it ends on July twenty second. Those are the crabs. <laughs> and those are the water signs. Close relationships. Yes. Withdraw under pressure. Seen it. Have seen it. Yes. Sensitive. And are very empathy, have empathy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can be real sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom is a cancer, and I don't think withdrawing under pressure, though, applies to mm-hmm. her. Okay. So I wonder if that's like a, a, a cusp thing, like maybe June versus July are Could a be. little different. Could be. Could be. Yeah. But it may, you know, Maybe not even under pressure, just under different circumstances that they would, you know, withdraw in or withdraw out from. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, that would make sense. Let's go to our Leos. I'm surrounded by them. I have two Leo men in this house, but I attract a lot of Leos for some particular reason. Uh, July 23rd through August 22nd. And those are our lions. And they are also in the fire sign like Aries. So, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bold. Courageous, creative, integrate, integrate. Yeah, you know what? You know what they never say about Leo's, and it's not really true on all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, they always say, oh, Leo's like attention. They like that spotlight. They like that. But for the most part, a lot of them really don't. They're really good naturally at a lot of things, but not all the time do they want, like, an arena of attention. If that makes sense, they may just want the attention of their partner or mm-hmm. of, of a family member. They may, may not want arenas of attention, but they want one or two. You saw me do that, right? Mm-hmm. For some of them, that's that's kind of enough. But the way that sometimes they portray that they love this lavish of attention, a lot of them really don't. Mm. A lot of them are like, yeah, I kind of don't want all that shine on me. I know you see me. Unfortunately, I'm just naturally good at a lot of things, which they really are. But a lot of times they really don't want all of that attention. Yeah. Yeah. I think 
I think it comes in waves and it might be more like if they are super good at a particular skill and they can show off or mm-hmm. they know a lot about something like that's when it can maybe flare yeah. up or that there's like a little bit of arrogance there because they have that experience and they know they know that they're good at whatever they're doing right but yeah they don't necessarily have to have everyone's attention all the time true and so okay. we'll jump it back over to you for the virgos yeah so virgo is august 23rd to 22nd and it is represented by the virgin it is an earth sign And some of the traits that represent Virgos are perfectionism, they can be highly organized, health conscious, and humble. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know quite a few Virgos, too, yeah. It's real on the money with that. All right. So next (laughs) is Libra, which is September 23rd to October 22nd. And Libra? Libra? Jeez, please is represented by scales, so like the scales of justice. Mm-hmm. Um, their sign is air, and or their element is air, and they are known to be diplomatic, indecisive. Yes. They may, yes. They may possess Ooh. some insincerity. They're drawn to the arts and creative fields, and they are balanced. That indecisiveness. Ooh, that's it right there. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but I think that comes from, you know, trying to be diplomatic and trying to keep the peace on both sides, but then it might become hard to, like, pick a side when it comes down to it, because they want everyone to get along. Yeah, that's not always the way. (laughs) Unfortunately. Okay. Now we have you. Do you want to do Scorpio, or? Let's see. Yep. And we have those Scorpio folks, October 23rd to November 21st, and that is the Scorpion. It is a water sign. Um, Some of their traits are self-controlled, private, adaptable, unforgiving, and detached. Yes. Mm. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. Yeah. You know, sometimes you read out loud and then you think of someone, you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely fits for them, I'm sure. You are that person, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I'm like, okay. Let's see. We have the Capricorns now, December 22nd through January oh, 19th. We skipped Sagittarius. Oh, Lord. Sorry. Didn't mean to skip y'all. My bad. <laughs> That's okay. Didn't mean to skip y'all. I apologize. Sagittarius, November 22nd through December 21st. They are the centurial archery. Archery? Mm-hmm. Archery. And they are a fire sign. Some of their characteristics are they're wild, <laughs> honest, optimistic, careless, and uncommitted. Wow. Yeah, they can't be tamed. <laughs> to <laughs> to well. highly cyphered. Well, they can, they well, can't well, be well. That is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, we'll see that come up when we talk about the turn-ons and turn-offs. And then in a couple weeks, when we talk about compatibility, that will uh, be very influential. (laughs) So next we have Capricorn, which is December 22nd through January 19th. They are represented by the goat, and their element is Earth. 
They are reliable, pragmatic, ruthless, calculating, and very independent. Hmm. <laughs> Does that make sense for you? Yeah, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Okay. I'm getting fine. People are coming to the forefront, as you say. Yep. All right. Next, we have Aquarius, which is January 20th through February 18th. They are represented by the water bearer. Their element is air, and they possess uniqueness. They are seen as rational, very community-oriented. They can be rule-breakers, and they might be a little aloof. Yeah, community, community-oriented and a rule-breaker. <laughs> causing all types of chaos but That's also all. yeah and then fixing it my bad sorry mm-hmm. get this back together recognizing the error of their ways mm. growth and last we have pisces which is february 19th through march 20th this is represented by fishes their sign is their element is water and they are known to be dreamers, they can be adventurous, compassionate, elusive, and maybe disillusioned. Mm. Okay. So now that we have the basics of all 12 signs, we'll go into their turn-ons and turn-offs. So do you want to start with your sign with Aries? <laughs> Us. <laughs> Aries people. Um, turn-ons, the possibility of sex with different people, (laughs) back in the day, um, (laughs) and vigorous sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, turn-offs, slow sex. (laughs) Um, people who are snobby. Snobby. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really like it. No camaraderie with the partner. Hmm. Like, why would you want to be with somebody who you don't get no? Yeah, exactly. Like, I think for for um, a oh, what book did I use as a reference for this? One second. It was a uh, this one. Um, mm-hmm. Sex signs by Constance Constance Bellas. Uh, your perfect match is in the stars. So. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think, I think, but again, like with anything with astrology, you're going to identify with most of the traits by your sign, but you can also identify with a couple of other traits from other yeah, signs that, of course. that feel yeah. relevant to you. Yeah. So applying it to sex can get a little bit tricky, but we'll see. <laughs> That's, you know, very true. Okay. Uh, so for Taurus, their turn-ons are comfort and luxurious settings. They feel when they feel secure with a partner, and that person has a genuine personality. Their turnoffs are when sex is manipulative, um, or they feel manipulated into having sex. Mm-hmm. People who put on airs, kind of like people who are snobby or maybe yeah. even fake. Yeah. And when there's too many instructions <laughs> for how to do something. <laughs> um. Definitely with the with the luxurious <laughs> settings. Um, I am very much an interior interior design person, and I okay. yep, I will get turned on if I like the uh, if I like the deck the, the ambiance or the, the ambiance. ambiance. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, feeling secure with a partner is a hundred percent, and of course, someone who has a genuine personality. I think that's probably most people, though. Yeah, that's right. That's across the board because no one wants 
no one wants to pay person. Yeah. Um, and then with the too many instructions for sex, I could see that. I like, especially if there's like te- sex toys that just have too much going oh. on, and it's like I gotta put together a puzzle before I can play. Yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, sit here at ninety degrees to warm, and then turn. You're like, Mm-mm. you know what? Forget I don't it. even want this. I don't even want this. I don't even want to play no more. I don't even want to do it. Forget it. I'm listen. That's it. I use my hand. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's funny, actually. <laughs> or or someone saying, okay, can you lift your leg? Just a little bit. Over here. Listen. Uh, no. Like, I like domination so I can be led into doing something or, like, right. being told to do something. But if it's if it's not part of, like, a kink and it's just like please put your leg here and then do this and then do that and it's like too stiff I don't I don't think I would be interested in that too much I agree with that that seems very auto like if you stop doing that please whatever it is it's bothering yeah it's like a little too robotic (laughs) we have fun here Okay, so next we have Gemini, and they are turned on by ASMR, and if you don't know what ASMR is, it stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, which is a term used to describe the tingling, static-like, or goosebump sensation in response to specific triggering audio or visual stimuli. Um, So there actually is, like, ASMR porn, where it's Mm. uh, performers speaking very softly and slowly and then like crinkling paper and mm. uh, like enjoy specific sounds or like the cadence of how someone talks or they're just yeah highly like sensually sensually intuitive I guess got um, it they also Gemini's also like role play ambient sounds so they like noise in the background when they're having sex right. and extensive foreplay their turn-offs are silence and BDSM or painful sensation play. They mm. only like the good feeling stuff. So. Yeah. Okay. Like, don't come with that rough stuff. I'm not. I'm not into mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Try again, buddy. Um, let's see. We have cancers. Traditional sex in the home in the bed. <laughs> Soft skin. Oh. Nostalgia. They like perfumes and things that trigger memories. Yeah. Yeah. So they they like to feel like homey or mm-hmm. it triggers like a, a past good experience. All right. Turn off. Unexpected quick sex. <laughs> no one likes that. <laughs> a partner that comes off too strong. And orgies. Yeah. They are not into you know, sex. You know what's so funny about that though? Oh no, never mind. It doesn't. It doesn't run into their time because you know, um, July thirty first is National Orgasm Day, and so you would think there'd be multiple things, but it's not in their season, so it's okay. That's <laughs> more Leo. <sighs> and let's jump into them. Leo's complete attention. Um, bring being genuine. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't desire that? Um, dramatic seduction. <laughs> Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could. 
I can vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> Turnoffs. Half-hearted sex. Mm. Wimpy energy. Unfashionable presentation. So they like people to dress well, be clean, be, you know, well, well presented. Pristine. Pristine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Take it away with Virgo. Yeah. Okay. So Virgo, they like delicacy and manners. They like attention to detail and planning things out. So if they have a specific fantasy, they will make sure that it's executed to perfection. Mm-hmm. And they like earthly, earthy scents. So like natural smelling things. Their turn offs are over attention to detail. So they might get like hyper fixated on one thing and it takes them out of the moment. And criticism. So if someone has something not so nice to say, even in jest, that's going to take them out of the moment because then they're going to fixate on what they did wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not nice. No, that's not nice. <laughs> if you don't have anything nice to say... Okay, that's a whole mood of The whole mood will be... Let's see. Libras. Turn on socializing, getting dressed up, tried and true sex knows what they want and will repeat it so if it ain't broke don't fix it exactly turn offs not feeling desired they do not like dirty talk mm-hmm. and cringe discussing about sex so they mm-hmm. don't you know just... yeah so if you're if you're making like crass jokes about sex or just being like really vulgar with mm-hmm. your language, separate from just dirty talk, like right. like, like bad sex jokes, that sort of thing. They're not into it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And we have our Scorpios coming up next. Overt expression of sexuality. We know Scorpios are known to be the people of sex. You know. Yep. They can, they can get you with one look. <laughs> Adventurous sex and lots of tools. Yeah, and trust. So they are very into like the chains and the whips and the toys and they you know they're the ones that are going to have the sex room that has all the stuff that you need <laughs> all the fixtures mm-hmm. some turn offs unemotional people no sense of humor yeah they definitely like the the passion uh between people so if someone is coming off like very cold and detached that's going to throw off their energy mm-hmm. so next we have Sagittarius they their turn-ons are uh, okay. Their turn-ons are passion and enthusiasm, explorative sex, and vocal expression. Mm, and their turn Yeah. I mean, I think vo- vocal expression is something that most people enjoy. Um, I, I, well, m- maybe not overdramatic stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but, yeah, yeah. like, hearing yeah. someone moan in genuine pleasure right. is nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, their turn-offs are manipulative behavior, like excessive compliments or like being a kiss-ass, sloppy kissing, mm. and possessive partners. Okay. Okay. Which I think most people don't like sloppy kissing. Oh, I can't even. <laughs> oh, I can't even take the sound. I'm like, oh, stop oh. doing that! Stop doing that, please, please, stop doing it. Ooh, 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 ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who the cringe is real? Who the cringe is real? All right, let's see Capricorns. Laughter, structured sex, wants to know what's what, 
what's coming next, and extensive foreplay. Love that for them. Um, they turn off unpredictable emotions, playing games, irresponsible actions. So they are big on safe sex. And then with like playing games, like they're not too big into flirting, like just be direct with what you want from them. Right. And right, 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 right. they are more than happy to get into it so or tell you no. Uh, let's see. And then we have our Aquariuses. They enjoy quickies and public sex. <laughs> Lots of stimulation, learning new techniques. They like to learn. That's amazing. Love that for them. Um, some of their turn off, repetitiveness. Who doesn't like that? Um, boring environment and low energy. I can see that. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. And then last we have Pisces, which they like power play and they like being told what to do. So a little bit of dominance and submission there. Languishing in sensation. So they really like to take their time just embracing the different feelings around them, different smells around them. They really just want to bask in the luxury of what they're doing. They like to combine sex and food, which no, that's no good for me, but to each their own. <laughs> they don't like rushed sex, gaudy presentation, and no foreplay, which I think I would hope that most people are turned off by the lack of foreplay. Yeah. I can't really yeah. just go right to you know no. the main event without without no. getting that heat turned on. That's listen. And neither would you. Like, um sorry, we're not open yet. <laughs> <laughs> There's a waiting list. You have to wait for the people to arrive. Thanks. Absolutely. So next week we'll talk a little bit more. We'll talk more about compatibility. So which mm -hmm. which signs are going to produce the hottest sexual experiences? So we'll get to that next time. But Lulu, yeah. with with your experiences with different partners, do you feel like <laughs> these all added up? Um. Yeah, I see. You know, a lot of um of those traits. Um. Obviously, in people, you know, for me, I kind of get a Leo Virgo because my husband is on a clef. So. <laughs> the perfectionist in it and all those kind of things, being a people pleaser and, you know, all that things are, you know, sometimes you get the best of both worlds and, and vice versa, you know, um, me being on a cleft as I am, you know, I don't like <laughs> being on that Pisces cleft. I do not like rush sex at all. Like, do not rush me. <laughs> you will take time. <laughs> when we get there, we will get there. And that's just that. Um, yeah, I do not like nobody's combining of no food and no sex. That's not I don't like a lot of mess. So that's not gonna work out. <laughs> no, no. Food and sex makes me Who's gonna clean feel, that up? It feel it makes me feel ill. I'm like who's gonna just, clean it up? Clean it cleaning it up and then like if it gets in the wrong places oh, that yeah. can lead to some problems. That's... And like, you know, sex has its own smell, and then you got that with the food <laughs> smells, and it's just like <laughs> not into it. <laughs> well yeah well i can tell you being two fire signs that i've been you know we've been rocking out on this fire train for 20 years so you know, we always find exciting ways to jazz it up all day long and bring the old thing back because you know when you slide that old thing back that got you to be here for 20 years you're like oh my god yes 
Mm-hmm. It's like you're getting an old blanket that you, you forgot about. You're like, oh my God, this feels amazing. I love this. I love it for me. You might see it, my dog right now kind of <laughs> popping in. Are you doing your reverse sneezes? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he gets very upset when I do podcasting because he wants the attention to only be on him. Uh, <laughs> but just looking at uh, my compatibility chart with like some of the people that I know, yeah, I think it, a lot of it makes sense. Like the people that I shouldn't have compatibility with, if I think of a couple of people that would be in my sphere, um, yeah, it's like okay, I can that the personality matches up to the experience. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know it wasn't wrong. There you are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. all right everyone so we hope you enjoyed this foundational episode about sex and astrology we are going to come back for part two and we'll get more into all of the the more complicated stuff with sex and astrology but you know we had to build that base first if you like what you hear please rate review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening reviews on apple Podcasts and spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there sharing is caring and it's totally free so please send this episode or any of our episodes to a friend um if you have a question please email us at podcast at tickle.life or you can reach out to us on social media we are mindful sex ed podcast on instagram and mindful sex ed pod on twitter lastly check out all the podcasts on the tickle.life network and visit tickle.life for all of your mindful sex ed needs goodbye everyone and we will see you next week and next week is our 69th episode so just a hint as to what we are going to be talking about (laughs) all right 69 nice bye